Kruitsa and welcome to Hot Yoga Radio. I'm taking my constitutional. I'm circumambulating the hill and it's a, a marvellous day. Beautiful and sublime. A very quiet. I've seen one person since I uh, got out of town, so it's nice and quiet, peaceful. And I haven't exactly got a topic, but there are uh, lots of interwoven issues on my mind. I'm drawing a lot of connections. Uh, And at the moment, just recently, I seem to be in the midst of a, an art frenzy, by which I mean uh, composing music through recording, improvisation and recording, doing some painting. And as I go out taking notes of features of the landscape, trying to do the pencil sometimes through memory. And also ignoring uh, away at all the podcasts that I've promised to do, and uh, which have proved rather more time consuming than I originally imagined. And in my consciousness all these things are connected and not like separate spheres of endeavor or investigation they all seem to be woven together into each other and even though sometimes the podcasts deal with fairly rarefied issues the matter of the ineffable the the nature of our encounters with it through what we loosely call meditation and what can be said about that Uh, they too are not disconnected from thinking about uh, current affairs, geopolitics, economics, and the matter of getting right down into the weeds of some of these issues, which of course we do, because both Andrew and myself do a lot of investigating of these matters. I suppose there is a theme emerging in this podcast is that I would like to tease out how all these matters are interrelated and not several things but one thing and that one thing just very broadly characterised is being alive with some degree of consciousness 
and that consciousness being radically interwoven with a question in nature, with curiosity. I don't think we have to go through an enormous detail of abstract metaphysical philosophy to justify claiming that questioning and curiosity are intrinsic to human existence. We can do a, an historical study and we'll find that all kinds of societies throw up questioning individuals. Now the matter of questioning isn't evenly distributed between all individuals on the planet or within a particular society. Uh, some have it in such abundance it drives them crazy and some have, have very little. But nevertheless, if we look at the unfolding of uh, human history and, and prehistory where we have some purchase on it through archaeology and so forth, and through anthropology, through looking at different societies, we're going to find that the general movement of humanity from its earliest origins until now have been driven at least partly by curiosity, by questioning. Now questioning covers a wide range of styles, concerns, methodologies and so forth. Well, a bit out of breath, I just climbed over a ladder style, so if <laughs> you can hear me breathing, that's what it's about. I did come up the hill at a blistering pace, and I'm kind of catching my breath now. It's nice to get a bit of cardiovascular and a bit of perspiration going. I recommend it, if you're not doing it, do it. <laughs> It'll save your life. And for myself, I've got the, uh, the questioning uh, gene, in excess prob probably, and at the same time, I like very much the contrasting mode of, of being, which is just sheer peacefulness. And it seems to me that they actually can feed each other and should feed each other. That the contemplative quietness and repose and the easefulness is something very, very well worth encountering on a regular basis. To the extent that it, it sits inside you as a kind of a base, as a kind of an underneath or an in-between in which the frenzies of life can happen, including questioning, including doubt, including mild doubt, including crippling doubt, including the exaltation of discovery.
And if that contemplative peacefulness and quiet is, is present, it actually potentiates the, I would say, the accuracy and the the power uh, of our questioning nature to actually come up with uh, what you might loosely call answers. <laughs> Similarly, the act of engaging with one's curiosity, both for practical reasons and for existential reasons, has a potentiating effect on one's uh, ability to encounter the peace and silence, and dare I say, the love which permeates existence. And how that works is uh, like this. And I have to digress a little into a small story to, to make the point. A years ago somebody uh, wrote to me uh, about an encounter with a, a gorilla, a big silverback male gorilla in the zoo somewhere. And this chap said that when he looked into the the gorilla's eyes, he, he saw that uh, the the gorilla uh, had, had a, a wise and peaceful consciousness. And the uh, the guy who wrote to me surmised that the gorilla, the gorilla had arrived at this condition by uh, all questions asked, no answers found, all questions dropped. And though I think that's a kind of slightly excessive formulation that could be used to encourage people not to inquire, not to question, not to do science, not to do philosophy, to disavow that part of their being, the neocortex, the human brain. Nevertheless, there's an essence of truth in it. There's a drop of uh, a useful insight in there. And it's through questioning that you, you start to get a notion of questions that you might be able to answer in some satisfactory way. Some questions that admit of no answer. Questions that actually seem sensible, but on investigating the question itself, are actually nonsensical. And it's through the experience of questioning, especially over a lifetime, that one starts to arrive at this uh, taxonomy of questions, you might say, and a bit of a handle on the territory that opens up when one, when one questions questioning itself. And there is a certain peace in that, because questions, particularly existential questions like, uh, who am I? What am I? Does my m life have meaning? If so, what is it? Is there a God? Isn't there a God? And all of these sort of heavy-duty things. Why do we suffer? All of these heavy-duty questions can drive people insane. And having a bit of an understanding of limits and scope, perhaps, of questioning. And it's from that place, from that dropping away of the torment of questioning, that, that two things can happen. One, we can encounter the, the silence, repose and peace and love 
which sits at the heart of existence fairly easily but also when we do question particularly about practical questions problem solving which human beings are never going to be able to evade that that process itself becomes uh, smoother more easeful more efficient I would say because the, you can bring a clarity to bear uh, to problems so short and sweet uh, I think uh, the theme has emerged questioning questioning and I will speak soon make knowledge great again look after yourselves over and out.